Welcome to the Hilton Head Island cast presented by Palmera Vacation Club. I'm your host, Mandy Rosenberry. Join me as we dive into all the wonderful things to do, see, eat, and hear on our little island. Welcome to the fourth episode of the Hilton Head Island cast. Powered by Palmera Vacation Club. Today, we have a special treat. We are on location at Swampfire Recording Studios, and we are joined by Amanda Walton and the members of Cranford Hollow. Say hi, guys. What's up, y'all? What's up? Hi. Hello. We are just wanting to put out a little information about the hurricane, what went down, how we are all recovering, and all the great things Hilton Head has in store for you. Um, so it's been less than 20 days since the hurricane hit. Seems so much longer than that in my mind. Um, it was a strong category two. Hilton Head took a near direct hit or very close. Um, we have lots of trees down, but uh, the devastation is crazy. As this, the sun came up, everybody started just getting to work, seeing how they can help one another, neighbor and neighbor, doing what they can. John Cranford here was up with the sun posting on Facebook the uh, destruction reports that he had in, and everybody just sort of joined in, uh, posting what they knew of, asking questions. It was a place for everyone to turn to figure out what was going on with their house if they had evacuated away. And uh, Amanda here has started cooking food with the local restaurants and feeding the first responders, and it just kind of ballooned from there. So you guys tell me your experience. Did you evacuate? Did you stay here? What went on? Uh, I evacuated with my daughter and my two cats to Forsyth, Georgia. Oh, all right. How far away is that? Far enough. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think it should take three and a half hours to get there. (laughs) Under normal circumstances. Uh (laughs) (laughs) All right. um, Yeah. Awesome. How about you guys? Phil and I evacuated to Phil's hometown in Milledgeville, Georgia, um, we all sort of assembled here, I believe, what, Tuesday? And packed everything you see of value Oh, that in must have room. taken some time. I mean, with five guys, we really, like, got it all out of here in about an hour. Oh, that's good. Uh, so everything, all the amps, um, any valuable electronic stuff, um, all the guitars, and... And then we did some things like we stacked Randy's drums up. We Mm -hmm. obviously couldn't take the grand piano. Right. Um, That was a little heavy. So we we just like got everything above like three or four feet Mm -hmm. and and left what we needed, what we we had to leave. Mm -hmm. And everything else uh, was shipped out. And I stayed and it wasn't until my girlfriend basically broke down in tears and said like, I am really stressed out. I'd really like to go. And so we didn't we didn't leave until like Thursday afternoon. Oh wow. I really wanted to stay until Friday morning. Yeah. Um and we drove excuse me, we left Thursday night. We left Thursday night at like eight o'clock and we took the back roads to Milledgeville and it took three and a half hours just like it's supposed to take. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. What about you guys? I went into Atlanta. It took about nine hours to get to Atlanta. And I left um, I left Wednesday morning about 8 a.m. And I stayed till the next Wednesday. So yeah. I was gone a full week. Oh, my gosh. I was actually out of town when the hurricane came. I drove here on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. 
put up hurricane shutters on my mom's windows mm -hmm. and drove back to Tallahassee. <laughs> and then on Saturday, I went down to um, Sarasota to visit my father. So oh, I, wow. I took the time to visit friends and family. Yeah, <laughs> nice, nice. What about you? Well, I went on down to Tampa for about a week and had a lot of fun. Tampa, that's south. I don't probably didn't have as many evacuees heading down. Oh, that they way. got everyone from the coast of Florida yeah. that came across. Oh, that's right. To Tampa, that's right. So it was pretty packed, actually. All right. Yeah. Yeah, we ended up in Charlotte with my sister and took some sketchy back roads in the middle of the night, and it was terrifying. A three-hour trip turned into about five hours, and I was ready to come home. You almost killed an owl. Almost killed an owl. Yeah, we went over this crest in this tiny two-lane road in some country town. I have no idea. An owl just drops to the ground in front of my tiny car. And I thought, oh, Lord, we're all going to die right here with an owl, not the friggin' hurricane. Don't swerve. <laughs> I was afraid it would, like, rip out my headlight or something. I was not thinking clearly. So, anyways, it was great. Great. Um, so, the hurricane hits in the night into the early morning hours. What did you guys do? What were you up? Could you sleep? I, God knows I couldn't. I was up about every 15 minutes checking Facebook the whole night long. I basically stayed up pretty late. I was at um, another buddy band of ours, the Matt Brantley band. I was at Matt's house. And we stayed up kind of partying mm -hmm. until about three or four. And then I just I like stayed up. Mm -hmm. I stayed up all through the hurricane and into the remainder of the day till about two o'clock in the afternoon. Oh man. And when you're on Facebook, when you're on social media, it's easy for people to see that you're online. Mm -hmm. And obviously inside Facebook, you have a messaging service right. or an app that allows you to communicate with other Facebook users that are online. I started talking to a woman named Tracy Owens, who I'm not particularly, you know, best friends with, but mm -hmm. we sort of know each other. Tracy owns a, a juice bar or a food, organic food and juice, whatever, over right over here off of, uh, off of 278. Oh, okay. And Tracy was online on her laptop and her phone in her bathroom, like in Palmetto Bay Marina. Oh, gosh. Like, Please look at the radar. Tell me, tell me what's going on. So I'm like kind of giving her play by play of the <clears throat> what the radar is doing right and sort of what i'm seeing from other people and she's like just tell me you know like when we're when it's gonna hit and so i'm like you know it's looking like two to four a.m it's really yeah. gonna come down and so we're we're kind of talking back and forth and she's like it's you know it's really loud and this is scary and I'm like you're all you know you're gonna be all right like another 20 minutes you know it should be all done so immediately as soon as it was done she gets out and started live streaming right from Palmetto Bay Marina which on the south end of Hilton Head like that was the sort of the the front page news yeah, story of that was like, one of the first pictures smokes, I saw you know. <laughs> So she then immediately, as soon as like this, the rain subsided and the sun started to come up, she starts driving around. She's oh, like, you know, I'm Palmetto Bay Road and I'm, I'm watching, I'm like one of 20 some people watching her live stream. I kind of felt like a sports announcer. I was just like <laughs> basically play by playing, Yeah. you know, this damage report. Oh my gosh. And, you know, Palmetto Bay Road looked like a, like a, 
I mean, it all it all did. But, yeah. I mean, that that was like the most incredible thing to see those like hundred foot pines. Oh my gosh! You know, right down in the front of Palmetto Bay Road and three feet of water. Yeah. And You know, it, it was it was bad. So that's where I was getting my information okay. from was Tracy and then um, Chef David. Um, was also David Vincent Young. He mm-hmm. was also like live streaming and and messaging me, and we were talking back and forth. And he was on North Forest Beach. Okay. Um, so that's where I was getting basically from those two people, just like relaying information from what they were telling me or what I was seeing in their live feed mm-hmm. to basically a damage report that I had assembled on my page. Right. And then a lot of people, you know, added a lot of valuable information. And that's I think you know the biggest thing was anybody that had a home here that wasn't here, you know, luckily everybody on the island was okay and no one was hurt or injured or whatever. But, you know, as as a property owner or even as a renter, you know, you just want to know if your house is okay or a ton of business owners, you know, a lot of of folks uh, we know, you know, through what we do. Mm -hmm. So just those folks, Tracy and and David and, um, and some other people here on, on the south end, we're like really integral to getting the, the, the word out, and we're we're kind of like snooty elitists down here on the south end. By no means are we, uh, by no means are we ritzy. Oh, for the love of God! But but you know, it's like if if I gotta drive up to like Northridge for a movie or like go to Bluffton to like something out there, I'm like, oh man, I gotta go to Bluffton. I gotta go to the north end, like. Mid Island, you know, is like kind of like a little bit past my comfort zone. We're very much like South Enders, and we're mm-hmm. none of us are living in million dollar houses in Wexford. <laughs> we're living in tiny little apartments, but you right. know, it's like this is our neighborhood. We're mm-hmm. very like proud of our our neighborhood and our small community down here on the South End, and the the overall Hilton Head Bluffton strong kind of mentality is is right. great too. But you know that I was more centralized on the information coming from the south end and local business here on the south end because this mm-hmm. is this is my neighborhood right so awesome that's that's what i did during the hurricane that's fantastic amanda tell us what you did i tried to entertain an eight-year-old in two cats <laughs> oh that's hard <laughs> i figured um there really wasn't anything that i was going to be able to do from mm-hmm. the middle of georgia right so i tried to have time with my family. My parents were there. My in-laws were there. We we're all together in the same hotel. Mm-hmm. And um, we just tried to have a good time and have dinner together and enjoy each other's company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. So when did you, when were you able to come back to the island or to the well, area? Um, we had a hotel reservation in Savannah mm-hmm. for, I guess it would have been Monday night. Mm-hmm. Um, we had heard on the news that it was going to be acceptable to come back to Bluffton, assuming that wherever you lived had water and power. Right. Uh, my husband was here, so he knew that we had water and power. Nice. And um, we got in the car at 7.30 Monday morning to come back to Savannah for our hotel room, mm-hmm. which ironically we didn't actually have. Oh, gosh. Because they canceled it on us and didn't tell us. (laughs) Um, So by the time we actually got out of the car, Mm -hmm. uh, Beaufort County Sheriff Department was taking everyone who was in 
line on 278 and, sh- and shuttling them over to the Bluffton High School as a shelter. Oh, okay. So unbeknownst to the people in line, they were taking everybody over there. And apparently uh, a friend of mine had caught wind of it and she said, you know, if you can get to my house, come to my house. Right. So uh, she lived off of Argent Boulevard. Mm-hmm. So we arrived at her house at 930 that night. in the morning, 9.30 at night. In my little forerunner with a kid and two cats. Uh Bless you. (laughs) So it was was an experience. But as soon as the curfew had been lifted on Tuesday morning, Mm -hmm. I was home at 7.30 Tuesday morning. I I didn't sleep a wink. I was just, I was ready to come home. I was ready Mm -hmm. to see, you know, uh, what I could do. Right. Uh, My husband said that our house had fared really well. We had no damage. Oh, good. So, um, you know, my friend's were here mm-hmm. and needed support and wanted support. So right. I couldn't, I couldn't get home fast enough. We stopped at a grocery store and got everything for chili. So we oh, made chili and s'mores. <laughs> Comfort food. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's so awesome. it was good to be, it was really good to be home. Did you guys have any damage to where you live? I didn't. Nope. No. Oh, I was awesome. probably the most like in the band and it wasn't that bad. If I may interject. Absolutely. Um, my brother-in-law, uh, Derek Franks, is kind of the head of the Bluffton um, task force mm-hmm. that orchestrated the whole um, hurricane program. Yeah. Um, he, he was the one who created using Bluffton High School mm-hmm. as the... Uh, um, you know, a holding ground, I don't know what mm-hmm. to call it. But he was here through the whole hurricane and was out on his tractor um, first thing, first sight, clearing 170 and all. I mean, he said that he moved by, I don't know, within a few hours of the mm-hmm. hurricane done, like 1,200 trees. Oh, my gosh. 170 with his little tractor. Um, so I really like to give a big. Yeah. Thank you. To Derek. Thank you for that. Yeah, those guys, you know, the local guys here, the fire department, Beaver County Sheriff's Office, the town of Hilton Head, the first responders. I mean, we're we're pretty fortunate to have that much talent and that many hardworking guys in a yeah. in a small space because if you you know, you're talking about tw- we're 20 days out right. from from time of impact to to basically this weekend. Mm-hmm. And I can't imagine that we're this like cleared out right from, from those initial, you know, live feeds and, and the images that were coming up Mm -hmm. to what it is now. I mean, yeah, there's significant change in the, um, in the amount of visibility back into some businesses or homes, Mm -hmm. but the, the community has come together incredibly strong for this cleanup act. Right. And I think that's, that's like our, that's like our, our, success right yes no deaths is great everybody's out's great no you know there's a lot of damaged homes there's a lot of water Mm -hmm. there was a lot of terrible things that happened to private property to business property Mm -hmm. hopefully those folks are going to see some care taken with their insurance or what have you i know that's going to come out of some people's pocket that they're going to have to pay for this stuff and that really sucks right however i think our biggest success was just the cleanup was was fast and and successful and and those guys are like you know just we're not going to sleep we're not going to do whatever until this stuff is cleared and we right. can get our, our family and our friends and... and our people back into our neighborhoods and and that's you know pretty incredible pretty 
pretty awesome what they did. It, absolutely. Yeah. And are continuing to do. I mean, they're out there. They're out there 16 hours a day. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Like, I haven't heard chainsaws stop. Right. <laughs> since I got back home. Yeah. And that's, yeah. yeah but, that, but I'm not like, you know, I sleep in. Which I stay up late and I sleep in. So when it's 7.30 in the morning, when the chain starts, chainsaws start going, it like kind of makes me happy. You know, it's like, I hate it. My my neighbor on my other side is like a, a crazy yard guy. Mm -hmm. And so like, you know, all the time he's like blowing and he's trimming at like eight o'clock in the morning. I'm like, dude, I just went to bed like three hours ago. But those chainsaw sounds are like, they're kind of comforting. Yeah. And it's, you know, I'm, I'm super proud of, of our community for doing such a good job and People like Amanda that have been feeding these guys. Yeah. You know, and and so many people on a lot of angles have come together to ensure that the workers, the, the local sheriff, fire department, first responders, all these guys are getting taken care of to make their day and their job easier. Yeah. What can we do to help you guys to make your job easier yeah. as well. That's the best part of this island is That's everybody cool. pulling together. It's so great. It's really cool. So, Amanda, tell me a little bit about... Um, how you started serving food. You were working at Neo using the kitchen there. Yes. Um, Russell had put out a Facebook post and he said, you know, I'm looking for anybody who wants to come use the kitchen, use the restaurant to feed any of the first responders. Awesome. So uh, I showed up at nine o'clock the next morning uh, mm -hmm. along with Bridget Frazier. Mm-hmm. And Russell and Bridget and I kind of put our heads together and started figuring out who needed what. Um, obviously, we couldn't get onto the island at that point in time. Mm -hmm. So um, I reached out to Sheriff Tanner and asked him if he could make it known that we were there. We were offering a hot meal, coffee, tea, water, bathrooms, mm -hmm. uh, whatever anyone needed. Um, we could get it, provide it, deliver it. Um, so between... Uh, let's see, I guess that would have been Wednesday morning through Sunday afternoon. We prepared about, from what I counted and can think of at the moment, about mm -hmm. 1,600 meals. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So, and, and everybody was so amazing, appreciative, grateful, happy to have a warm meal, really happy to have a bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I had a, one of the Beaufort County Sheriff's deputies came in and she's like, oh, can I use your bathroom? And I, I got to the point where I was just like straight back yeah. because every single person that came in the door was like, where's the bathroom? And she said, you know, this is, this is really great. I've been sleeping in my patrol car for three days. Oh my God. So we have these people who are out there on the island, you know, taking care of us. They're away from their home. They're away right. from their family. They don't know if they have damage. Right. I, mean, I don't think a lot of people really understand they don't get to go home. Sacrifice right. to take care of us. Mm -hmm. So um, it was really, it was an amazing couple of days. Did you have donations of food? Were you able to shop at the grocery stores? Yes. Yeah, so uh, my friend Tyra set up a GoFundMe page. Uh, it's called um, Feed Our Hilton Head Heroes. Mm -hmm. And so day one, we had nothing. So uh, my friend Melissa and I went to the grocery store and we're like, okay, we're going to make this and we'll just split the bill. Right. So we decided to do some comfort food. We had baked CDs and mm. um, big fat sandwiches and you know, <laughs> sausage and all yeah. that good stuff. And um, we just, we bought it and we got to the kitchen. We started making it and we, noon we had people starting to come in and, and get food. Oh, so um, Brent Tool with Palm Key Catering mm -hmm. uh, came the next day with his 
grill set up and kind of showed me how to use everything. Um, being that I'm five foot two and <laughs> not a very big individual, he stayed to help me because I think the lid probably weighs 80 pounds. Oh my gosh. Um, so he was hugely instrumental in helping to prepare all this food. So, mm-hmm. um, we all kind of just came together and did what we could do and put it out on social media. And and by the time they opened the island, um, we had a girl who did nothing but deliver food. Oh, my goodness. And we had, um, I mean, like, the security guards that stayed, you know, I know I'm oh, in yeah. Moss Creek, so, you know, these guys are sleeping in our clubhouse. Mm-hmm. So the Hilton Head Plantation crew had about 15 people, skeleton crew on site. And um, we called, and I said, you know, are you guys hungry? And she was kind of like, really? I said, well, we have a girl who's delivering food. We're, we're stopping at the fire department out front. We'd be happy to bring you some food. She started sobbing. (laughs) I was like, oh, you're you're killing me. (laughs) Um, so it was just, you know, these people hadn't had anything. They're the station two sea pines fire department. Mm -hmm. They were eating MREs for four days. Oh my gosh. So, um, to have something that was homemade, I think was, was very comforting. Yeah. That's so awesome. Yeah, it was wonderful. So the GoFundMe raised about $3,000 over the course of a week. Oh, my gosh. Uh, So we used that money um, to purchase food. We had a lot of donations. We had a huge donation from uh, Carolina Realty Group, Mm -hmm. the Perdome family. Um, They dropped off a ton of food and then stayed and helped us cook it. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Which was fantastic. So um, just a lot of people came together and, and did whatever they could afford to Give, yeah. whether it be money, time, food. So that's it was, awesome. It was fabulous. That's so good. Yeah. Tough times, but good memories. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So you guys hosted some a benefit show? We did two benefit shows. Um, the first night was the Saturday after the hurricane. Okay. Not immediately the Saturday of the hurricane, but right. the, the week after. Uh, at Local Pie mm-hmm. uh, with Lee Lucier, and he kind of put that together in like 24 hours. He's just like, I want to do something. Um, I want to raise some money. Um, we're, we we want to donate to uh, the Community Foundation of the Low Country had set up a specified disaster relief fund, and that fund went directly to the locals. And I'm not opposed for people to donate to bigger national organizations, but you never know where that money's going. Right. And something that we really liked about the Community Foundation of the Low Country is we kind of know these people and the mm-hmm. money is going direct locally. Right. to your neighbors. They do grants, um, different level um, of, of do- um, dollar amount level grants to local citizens and then local like nonprofit businesses or, mm-hmm. or churches or people that you know might not have, businesses that aren't for profit business but but right. maybe had some damage and, and don't have the means or the, the cash to uh, fix that at this moment you know so they've done an incredible job um, kind of raising funds and we did two benefit shows one at local pie mm-hmm. with Lee Lucier and then uh, Soul Teresa's. And Jeff and the crew over at uh, Tiki Hut mm-hmm. also wanted to do something, so we kind of did our second one uh, last Thursday, and, and I think we we did just a little over like seventy five hundred dollars. That's awesome. And that'll go directly to tree removal or uh, substantial structural repair, right? Um, to you know direct direct to the citizens. Well, do you guys have any little um, 
any stories of, uh, other than you guys' great examples, a moment where you saw the community pulling together, where you saw great service, selfless acts? Anything? Well, my brother-in-law. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, he's gotten accommodations from the mayor and um, the governor and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, what's amazing is hearing about, because, you know, I got to sit with them and hear the stories about it. And the amount of money, I mean, we're talking about the money that the damage has cost. It's like we don't even think about how much it's going to cost to pay all the employees that, you know, this, the, the uh, first responders and city workers mm-hmm. and, the, um, you know, the National Guard that was down to 298, uh, mm-hmm. 278. And Derek said they won't see that money for years. Right. It'll be years before they get that. And, you know, like, how does the state raise that money, you know, to pay? He says it's millions of dollars mm-hmm. that is needed. And that's not, that's not repairs and rebuilding and trees. That's just pay paying people that were working work 36 hours straight and yeah. slept in their um, vehicles. And another interesting thing, when I, I, like I said, I drove from Tallahassee back mm-hmm. here and I didn't have any traffic I was amazed because I, I, I came back on Tuesday and I was thinking, oh, it's going to be a daggone crap. It's going to be a mess. Mm-hmm. And I didn't hit any traffic. And it was weird. I didn't see any kind of anything happening until I got to 278. And mm-hmm. when I got to 278, there were cones. There were armed national guards. There were cops at every intersection. I was like, well, this is so weird. Like, I didn't see anything anywhere until I got yeah. to 278. And I was like, Wow. We are really on it. And, you know, like, like John said about, you know, someone pulling the evacuation button early, but I bet you that's pulling that's it that early, it getting that early notification got a lot of us out of here to avoid sitting in. Absolutely. You know, I mean, sure, we sat in traffic and all that, but we weren't stranded. Right. Hopefully most of us on the side of the road through the storm. Right. All right. Well, let's pause and take a break and we will be right back. a clip from the new song North by Cranford Hollow on a, an album that will be released in November. We just want to wrap up and say thank you to all of the first responders and everyone who worked so tirelessly in this island and in Bluffton for all of the amazing things that they did, the sleepless nights, sleeping in their patrol cars, all the linemen that came from all over. And thank you especially to all of the locals who pulled together and are helping their neighbors and working as a team. And um, it's just wonderful to see all of the camaraderie here that that is uh, building from all of this experience. So um, John and Amanda, why don't you guys just give us your information where people can reach you, your GoFundMe page, because there's definitely more work that needs to be done here. People are still going to be displaced for months. And now... Give us a, a place where they can send some money to help out. Uh, our GoFundMe page is uh, Help Feed Our Hilton Head Heroes. Um, I can also be reached by email um, at amandawalton at ruwellfed.com. Okay, and we'll have all that listed on the website. Perfect. And um, if you know of anyone in need or if you are someone in need, please reach out. We'd be happy to help you in any possible way we can. 
awesome. You can find everything about Cranford Hollow essentially from our Facebook page. That's facebook.com forward slash Cranford Hollow or our website, CranfordHollowMusic.com. We have a big uh, release show um, coming up on the 18th of November at the Mm -hmm. Tiki Hut. Um, We're heading out next week. We're heading to Chicago to open for Charlie Daniels. Charlie Daniels Band. That's so incredible. So we will be out for a little bit, but we'll be back. Okay. In time for CD release, uh, which we're very excited about. It's our fifth album and sort of a fifth anniversary party of uh, Cranford Hollow and five years of us being a band. We awesome. played our thousandth show this year. So oh, we've, that's incredible. Uh, we've been out there on the road, but it's always good to come home. And I wanted to talk really quick about the Community Foundation of the Low Absolutely. Country. Their website is cf-lowcountry.org. And uh, they also have an office over in the Northridge uh, Center okay. uh, near the movie theaters here on Hilton Head. Um, but if you go to cf-lowcountry.org, um, they will take donations right there. Um, and we will probably be doing something later uh, towards the holiday season as well. Okay. Um, somehow tying into the hurricane, somehow tying into the community. Um, we always tend to do something, and uh, there's pretty big talk, and hopefully a uh, uh, a Christmas record coming before oh. the first uh, of December this year as well. So awesome. that's kind of like in the works, uh, not 100% yet, but we're hoping uh, that's going to happen. And uh, our new record's called Color Sound Renew Revive, and that sucker should be on iTunes uh, right around the 16th of November. John, can you tell me a little bit about the song North? So North is a song um, that I wrote after hanging out with Amanda's husband, who's Chris and Amanda were just kind of buddies of ours through us spending some time on Defusky Island on Sundays. And they brought their daughter out there and took their boat out. Mm-hmm. And from fans, they just kind of turned into our our bros, <laughs> our good bros. And, and Chris, is, uh, Chris is a really cool dude. He grew up here on Hilton Head. Um and just, you know, has it's it's nice in this community to know so many good-hearted folks. So the song North is sort of about um, coming back from Defusky. You actually, if you look on a map, you have to go north mm-hmm. on, uh, on the boat. And Chris and I had come back on his boat one day, and we're just kind of having a life talk about where we we're going and what we'd done and good things and bad things. Mm-hmm. and. And and so that song's kind of like this journey back to the island, but it's sort of like a, a metaphysical uh, relation to like us being out on the road, mm-hmm. and sort of the message of the song. You know, there's a there's a clip in the beginning of the song by Robert Kennedy after the Martin Luther King assassination, mm. and it talks to, about what we need in this nation is like caring for your fellow man or woman. Uh, whether they're black or white or their creed or their background or, or sexual preference or whatever. But it also reflects like pretty strong here at a community level on a local mm-hmm. level um, that we just have good people around us that are willing to help, that are willing to support one another. And um, kind of, you know, the, the chorus of the song is, you know, we're not alone, but when we're not home, you hold the balance in your hands, which, you know, basically means Beautiful. like, you know, 
every day, whether you're you're around your significant other or your partner or your husband or your family or whoever, when you're by yourself, like you still, you know, you should hold that feeling of community and togetherness, you mm-hmm. know, kind of inside you, even if you're if you're away from it. Right. And so that's that's like the bigger message of that song is like, you know, just because you're not with those caring people or you're not in that caring place, you know, it's still there and it might be hard right now or you're in a bad spot or there's a bunch of other crazy stuff going on in the world. But we also, we all have this thing here in the low country or here on Hilton Head, Bluffton yes. area that's, that's pretty impactful and pretty strong and pretty cool. It's awesome. All right. Well, let's listen to that song now. What we need in the United States is not division. What we need in the United States is not hatred. What we need in the United States is not violence and lawlessness, but is love and wisdom and compassion toward one another. And a feeling of justice toward those who still suffer within our country, whether they be white the station 
the next song that you're going to share with us from the album that we will be released next month. The next song is called And You Brutus. Um, it's a song by Phil, who plays the bass. He's hiding in the other room. Um, <laughs> doing some uh, registration for our BMI account, which That's is good important stuff. things to do. Yes, indeed. Uh, however, that song uh, is another sort of song about, you know, home and away. And, you know, I don't know specifically what it's about because I didn't really write it, but my interpretation is mm-hmm. it's sort of on that same flair as North is, is that like, you know, we really love our town and mm-hmm. there, there's a couple uh, pretty uh, key lines um, in, in Brutus about some local people here, mm-hmm. um, that if you know us and, and you know, Phil, you, you can identify who those you people, know who those are, people pretty are pretty quick, <laughs> awesome. but you know, there's also some like really, um, subtle messages about things that we observe on the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of which, uh, there's this truck stop in South of Atlanta and me personally, like I was raised Lutheran, I was confirmed, but like, you know, I'm not going to church every week and I don't, you know, I don't identify at the moment with like, you know, some specific sect of any sort of religious mm-hmm. powers that be, but, you know, I, I believe in the good morals behind most values of any religion. Mm-hmm. Um, but one neat thing um, that we see every time we go to this truck stop south of Atlanta is there's a ministry that's put up um, a, a, a trailer, a, uh-huh. not a double wide, but just a small yeah. trailer right there next to the um, truck stop. And they have like free showers for truckers and then uh, a, a minister, a, yeah. a pastor in, inside that you know you cool. can go and talk to and get a shower. And like, I just think that's pretty cool, you know, and, and some of these little things out there on the road that we see um, – you know, I don't know if, how many other people out there see that kind of stuff, but because we're there every week, right. kind of, we see we see these things and, and see, you know, we're always in a truck stop somewhere between three and seven in the morning and we're always driving somewhere. And yeah. So, you know, it's kind of like another road song, but, but sort of an admiration for hometown and for people that we know and familiarity. Um, and then, of course, it comes from like the classic Greek E2 Brute, yes. which is And You Brutus. Um, so, uh, you know, it's it's a it's a fun song. Eric sings the song and uh, we, we are, we're really happy with this, the way this whole record's sort of come together. It's awesome. And it's a good step forward for us from, you know, if you if you're familiar with our discography and you listen to our first record to what this thing sounds like. <laughs> It's a different band. I mean, it's a different, totally different ball game. So yeah. we're we're excited about that, and I, you know, I think we're growing and going in the right place. Fantastic. All right. Well, let's listen to Brutus.
so much for sharing your music. This is such a treat for us to get an early sneak peek of your new album called Color, Sound, Renew, Revive. Uh, make sure that you check out Cranford Hollow online and uh, anytime you can, if you're in the area, go out and see them, support them. Thank you so much to everyone for helping out with this podcast. Thank you guys for joining us. This has been just a pleasure to hear your heart for our neighborhoods and our people. And thank you for everything that you did. It was so great. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for today's podcast. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Make sure you visit our website at HiltonHeadIslandCast.com to find all the links for the musicians and guests you've heard on our show. We love to hear from our listeners. If you have any questions about the area, ideas for another episode, or have something you want to share about Hilton Head, send me an email. The address is mandy at hiltonheadislandcast.com. I may even read it on one of our upcoming episodes. If you want to know how vacationing on Hilton Head Island was meant to be, visit palmeravacationclub.com. They will show you how to do it right. Thank you listeners for tuning in. Join us next time as we dive into more great things about our beautiful island.